Welcome, dear listeners, to another inspiring episode of the Guard Your Heart Show, a podcast that aims to uplift your spirit and guide you on a journey of faith and well-being. My name is Marcy, and I'm thrilled to have you with me today. In today's episode, I'll talk about physical health and wellness with a focus on diseases. Many people are unaware of the underlying causes of diseases and how our bodies heal from these kinds of conditions. While there's plenty of knowledge on exercise and diet, I believe a thorough understanding of disease and recovery processes required before truly embracing the other areas of physical health. Join me as I explore disease origins from both scientific and biblical perspective. I look into the complex topic of illness and recovery providing light on the essential pillars of physical health and wellness. My inspiration of this episode is from Jeremiah chapter 30, verse 17, which declares, I will restore you to health and I will heal your wounds. Everybody has experienced being unwell and needing medical attention. When I become sick, even before visiting the hospital, I pray to God for healing, even if it is just a flu. I am well aware that God is exalted in my weakness. The scripture says, do not harm the anointed one of God. That is not limited to pastors. Everyone called and chosen is the anointed one of the Lord. Illness and healing from a biblical standpoint is often portrayed as God's intervention to restore health and wholeness. The Bible is filled with written accounts of over 50 people who were healed of their diseases through the power of God. The Bible mentions of various illnesses and diseases that were faced by individuals in the biblical times. And here are some examples. There's leprosy, boils, fevers, dysentery and other ailments, tumors and cancers, blindness, barrenness, mental illnesses and distress, snake bites, death of firstborns, um, demon deafness or speech impediments, bleeding issues, paralysis, epilepsies and seizures, infirmity and diseases in general, and also pandemics. These stories offer hope and encouragement to those who are facing their own health challenges, and it highlights Jesus' compassion for the sick and suffering. My story today is from the Bible, and it is from John chapter 5, verse 1 to 13, the healing at the pool, and I will read in NIV version. Sometime later, Jesus went up to Jerusalem for one of the Jewish festivals. Now there is in Jerusalem near the sheep gate a pool, which in Amharic is called Bethesda, which is surrounded by five covered colonnades. Here a great multitude of disabled people used to lie, the blind, the lame, and the paralyzed. One who was there had been an invalid for 38 years. Jesus saw him lying there and learned that he had been in his condition for a long time. He asked him, do you want to get well? Sir, the invalid replied, I have no one to help me into the pool when the water is stirred. 
while I'm trying to get in, someone else goes down ahead of me. Then Jesus said to him, Get up, pick up your mat and walk. At once the man was cured. He picked up his mat and walked. The day on which this took place was Sabbath, and so the Jewish leaders said to the man who had been healed, It is Sabbath. The law forbids you to carry your mat. But he replied, The man who made me well said to me, Pick up your mat and walk. So they asked him, Who is this fellow who told you to pick it up and walk? The man who was healed had no idea who it was, for Jesus had slipped away into the crowd that was there. Later Jesus found him at the temple and said to him, See, you're well again. Stop sinning or something worse may happen to you. The man went away and told the Jewish leaders that it was Jesus who made him well. So let's understand what health and wellness means. According to WHO, health is defined as a state of complete physical, mental, and social well-being and not merely absence of disease or infirmity. When it comes to wellness, it is an active process of becoming aware of and making choices towards a healthy and fulfilling life. In 1943, a gentleman called Maslow came up with the Maslow hierarchy of needs, and in this theory, the psychologist described five basic needs that must be met in order for people to be happy and healthy. The five needs are physiological needs, and these are the most basic needs, like food, shelter, water, and sleep, safety, love and belonging, esteemed needs, and self-actualization. Today we will focus on the physiological needs, and they are found at the bottom, and we can see there are things that human beings need before anything else. A change in these conditions will result in challenges in the physical, health, and wellness. What is physical health and wellness? And I will add another third term, illness. So physical health, wellness, and illness are interrelated concepts that are essential for understanding the overall well-being. Physical health refers to the state of the body and its ability to function effectively, and it narrows down to the physical body with the goal of preventing disease and injury. And this will encompass all activities of the body, from breathing, to heartbeats, to uh, the muscles and the fitness, all the way to body composition. It also includes nutrition that provides energy and sleep so that we can restore and rest. Wellness encompasses the positive state of being in which the physical, mental, social, and spiritual aspects are in harmony and contribute to a fulfilling life. The goal of this is to enhance overall health and well-being. Wellness is not a destination, but rather an ongoing journey of self-care and improvement. There are about six or seven pillars of physical health and well-being, and they include nutrition, exercise, rest, sleep, stress management, and hydration. These elements work together to build a foundation for our overall well-being. We will discuss these pillars later in another segment of this podcast. Now let's shift our focus to understand the differences between illness and sickness. Basically, 
illness is a deviation from a health state in our well-being and it is characterized by signs and symptoms that disrupt normal functioning and they have a significant impact on a person's quality of life and they can manifest in various forms from acute infection to chronic diseases. So what causes illnesses? There are different causes of illnesses and some or most include infections that is through pathogens such as viruses, bacteria, fungi or parasites that invade the body and cause diseases. We have injuries and this can be physical trauma such as a fall or car accident. You can also be exposed to harmful and poisonous substances such as chemical toxins. There are chronic diseases and these are long-term conditions that are typically caused by a combination of genetic and environmental factors. Others are caused by lifestyle factors that are unhealthy habits such as smoking, excessive use of alcohol, and poor diets. It's important to see a doctor when you are experiencing any symptom of sickness. Early diagnosis and treatment can improve your chances of a full recovery. According to the Bible, there are many different causes of illnesses. Here are general principles that can be derived from the Bible teaching. Sin and disobedience to God's command can lead to consequences like illnesses. In the Old Testament, the Israelites faced consequences including sickness when they disobeyed God's commandment. The Bible acknowledges that there exist spiritual forces and warfare that can impact physical health. In Ephesians chapter 6 verse 12, the Bible says, For our struggles are not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the power of this dark world, and against spiritual forces of the evil in heavenly realms. There is also mention of genetic and environmental factors. The Bible provides guidelines of healthy living, including principles related to diet and lifestyle in the Mosaic Law. So when we are ill, our bodies are working hard to fight off infection and repair the damages caused by the injury. This can lead to various symptoms such as fever, fatigue, pain, changes in appetite or sleeping patterns. The immune system produces antibodies. During this stage, the symptoms of the illness start to improve as the immune system is effectively fighting off the infection and eliminating the pathogen from the body. And then there's the recovery. And this is the final stage in which the body fully recovers from the infection or diseases. This means that the immune system has cleared off the infection and the body has begun to repair itself. The symptoms gradually subside and the body returns to its normal state of health. It's important to note that not all illnesses go through the five stages. What are the signs of a strong immune system and how can you get one? You can know that you have a strong immune system when you can sleep throughout the night because the body is able to rest properly. You don't get infected with the same disease over and over. Have you ever contracted a virus and three days later, it feels like you are out of the woods only to fall back sick in a day or so? This is a sign that your body has not completely gotten rid of the virus and your immune system is having difficulty to fight off the infection fully. You hardly get any digestive tract issues. If you frequently have issues like gas, diarrhea, constipation, 
it could be a sign that your immune system is compromised. Your wounds heal faster. A healthy person's skin is quick to go into damage control mode whenever they get a cut, a burn, or a scrape. Another one is energetic. Think of your body as a machine designed to maximize efficiency. If one part doesn't work the way it's supposed to be, that slack will most definitely be felt in other parts of the body. So when your immune system isn't up to par or working as efficiently and effectively as it should, your body should try to help it by conserving energy to fuel your immunity so that it can keep fighting off germs. If you find that you're falling short at any one point, it's worth going to get a checkup or taking steps to boost your immunity. And this introduces us to the primary care physician. A primary care physician is a doctor who is going to take care of some of the symptoms that you have, unless you need secondary opinion. And there are several reasons why it is important to see a doctor to get a diagnosis and treatment plan when you're sick. Number one is for holistic healthcare, like just to get all your body and your mind and your soul taken care of. Then also when you see a doctor, you're going to manage your chronic diseases better. Again, some of these illnesses, they come with pain and suffering and seeing a doctor will just elevate your level of comfort. Also, for some of these chronic diseases, you're able to track the entire history of your diseases, especially in your family, because some of the diseases have genetic causes. When you see a doctor, you're going to lower the overall cost of your healthcare. It leads to a lower overall healthcare cost in terms of you don't go to the doctor when you get worse. And then the cost of diagnosis, the cost of treatments, even cost of things like surgery or imaging, they tend to um, be catastrophic when you delay. Also, when you catch health issues early, you get to be referred to other medical specialists. And this decreases the hospital visits, admissions, and ER visits. So if you're feeling ill, it is important to see a doctor to get a diagnosis and treatment plan. Your doctor can also help you prevent future illnesses by recommending vaccination and other preventive measures. So we've really talked about water diseases. What are the differences between being sick, being ill, and the disease itself? The processes of disease, the stages of diseases, and what the Bible says about uh, the causes of diseases. And now I want us to tackle the concept of healing. Healing, in its essence, it's the process of becoming healthy again. It's not only a physical restoration, but also spiritual and emotional. As we discuss healing today, we'll touch upon its spiritual aspects. Healing is a process and not perfection. We often depend on external to heal us. But healing comes from within and it takes time, so we need to be patient. Let's dive into the role of faith and trust in God's incredible power to heal. Our story today is found in John chapter 5. You can read it again, John chapter 5 verse 1 to 13. Jesus is presented to us as the great physician. Let's observe him as he delivers this man from bondage of his sickness 
least know that he can do the same for us if we give him the opportunity to. So this sick man in verse 1 to verse 5 comes in in a wretched condition. He is a disabled man. And according to the scripture, this man had lived with infirmity for 38 years. He had been sick longer than Jesus had been on earth. And the Bible says that this man had infirmity. This word means that he had some weakness that prevented him from walking about as other men. He is a disappointed man. He tells Jesus that every time he is about to get into the water, someone else beats him there and goes away with the healing instead. Year after year, he has seen his hopes and dreams shattered as another person beats him into the healing waters. We are also told that he is not alone. This man is surrounded with others who were in the same ship as him. According to the passage, there was a great multitude there that day, and Jesus could have gone to any person in that place, yet for his own reasons, he went to this man. This is because of grace. He got unmerited favor. The Bethsda means house of grace. Jesus knew everything there was to know about this man. He knew that he was crippled, unable to walk, unable to stand and carry his own bed. Jesus knew that this man was totally depending upon others for everything he had in life, yet Jesus reached out to him anyway. Jesus cared greatly for this man, and he looks beyond our faults and failures, and he cares for us in spite of our sins. There was a supernatural experience that day. Jesus made an offer to the man, and he asked him, Would you like to be healed? This man responds by appealing to the flesh and tells Jesus that nobody has been able to help him by the pool. But this man makes the same mistakes that we make today. We only think in terms of flesh. In this supernatural healing experience, Jesus told the man to get up, pick up his coat and walk. In the very act of obedience and faith, healing came to this man. Jesus tells this man to get up and walk. Jesus just told this man to do something that he hasn't been able to do for over 38 years. However, all that was required in the part of this man was simple. To have childlike faith and obedience to the call of Jesus. We see the result of his faith. When this man responded to Jesus' command by faith, he was immediately healed and able to get up and walk. All that this miracle required from the crippled man was trust, faith, and obedience. Early on, we touched on the pillars of the physical health and wellness. Let's find out what they are and how these elements work together. So when you're healthy, your body has energy. The most common types of energy givers are sunshine, healthy food, fresh air, music, meditation, reading, hydration, rest, nature, movement. Many cases of tiredness are due to stress, not enough sleep, and poor diet. Try these healthy activities to restore and recharge your energy levels. Eat well by maintaining a balanced diet to include all food types. Exercise. Get moving because exercise is good for you. Then rest and sleep well. Sleep provides a foundation of all our daily habits and decisions. Manage stress. Practice mindfulness, meditation, 
and develop healthy coping mechanisms and seek support from friends, family, and professionals when needed. Hydration. We know water is life. And there's no life without water. Drink adequate amounts of water throughout the day and adjust based on factors like climate, physical activities, and individual needs. You also need to detoxify. You don't want to overload your life with harsh chemicals, ingredients, connects. Learn to follow the inner self and open up to the world around you. Healing is simply an attempt to do more of those things that bring joy to you and fewer of those things that bring pain. And these elements work together. They bring synergy, recovery, they build up resilience of the body, they balance up your body's hydration and pH and maintain the balance of the body systems. As you wrap up today's exploration, ask yourself, when it comes to your health, what is your greatest motivator? Some of the motivators include fitness and physical performance, disease prevention, weight loss and looking good, investment for the future, wanting to be able to do more with your family, less pain, optimal function, quality life, and energy. Remember, health is not how you look. Health is a result of our habits and not a result of our body size or shape. Health is about how we feel because so many people spend their health gaining wealth and have to spend their wealth regaining their health. I am eager to hear your thoughts on today's episode. Please share your feedback and connect with us. You can reach me at The Guard Your Heart Show on all social media platforms. And as I complete this episode today, I'd like to pray for you. Lord, I thank you that you are the God who heals. Thank you, Jesus, that by your stripes we are healed. I pray for healing for my listener. I pray that no plans of the enemy for this person's destruction will succeed and that you bring healing to every part of their body. Cause their body to function the way you created it so that every part of the body is cleansed of all that should not be there. Give them the wisdom as to what food to eat, what medicine to take or not to take, what medical practitioner to see, and what to do to bring and sustain good health. In Jesus' mighty name I pray. Amen. Thank you for joining us today on the Cut Your Heart Show. Stay tuned for more inspirational content. Until next time, take care, stay blessed, and guard your hearts. Let's grow together.